We should get this going so John can get up at six AM with the kids. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I actually enjoy the three the three hour podcasts, even though that also means that my head hurts the next day. We are um, getting so, so much shit from our significant others for that. Like Rachel's up my ass about tightening it up, Katie's up at your ass, then my ass well, you know Katie Katie was saying today that nobody listens to it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Well that first of all, way to state the obvious, good for her. Yeah. Second of uh, all, it's, it's interesting that it's a complaint from the people who supposedly don't listen to it. Yeah, I'm unemployed. I'll talk as long as I want, damn it. Yeah. Well, and I'll, yeah, I'll say, like, I, I love these people that are like, well, you don't have as many people as, you know, Chapo's Trap House. Like, yeah, a lot of those podcasts were started six years ago. We've literally yeah. been doing this since February. Maybe I mean, April. If, if we worked on this full time, we would have it nice and polished. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's not going to fucking happen, so... <laughs> Nope. Well, if you can figure something out with these sponsors. Oh. We, what we need to do is we need to get a thousand people to give us five bucks a month for some fucking reason. <laughs> because there's so Fuck many Kickstarter. just yeah, there's so many there's so many just complete jackasses on on uh, on YouTube that are like, I have uh, you know I have started a Patreon. And I would like you all to subscribe to my Patreon. I'm like, oh, God, die. Just, just, oh, die. Just, <coughs> just yeah, I mean, drown. if you could get a million people on Facebook to give us, just like, five bucks. Hey, yeah, they donated, what, $18 well. million dollars to a wall that's never going to fucking get built? Why, why not give us $10 right. Million? All right, well, let's officially start this. Let's kick this pig. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Justin Woods, and welcome to the Woodscast. With me, as usual, is the other Woods in the Woods cast. Shay, what's going on? Not much. Uh, uh, as I, I said before we started recording, I'm uh, gamefully unemployed and uh, am totally taking this time to expand myself and become a better person. Nice. No. <laughs> this is an audio medium, Shay. They can't see you shaking your head. That's fine. Yeah. Although at some point, some people keep telling us to record video, and I'm like, I don't think we need to fucking do that. Nah. Yeah. All right, and uh, um, we were going to have Gatlin and John on, because this is going to be the last pod of, of the year, of the uh, of the 2018, um, but uh, Gatlin just punked out on us. But we got John here. What's going on, John? I am. I'm living my best dad, dad life. Yep. He's just dadding yep. it up there in the bluegrass. Hashtag dad bod, dude. Just yep. embrace yeah. it. That's the, the best thing that's have, ever happened to me have is a dad, dad bod. bod, yeah. And I love dad jokes, so. <laughs> um, all right, like I said, this is going to be the last podcast of the year. We are recording this on, today's Sunday, right, guys? I'm not stupid. Yeah, Sunday. Uh, yes, you are, and yes, it is. It, it's okay. between Christmas and New Year's. I don't yeah. know what day it is. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a gray scale of days, but it's uh, Sunday, the, Sunday the 30th, uh, December 30th, um, Today on the pod, we'll talk, we're going to talk about some fun stuff. We've got uh, Bush, fun, or Bush, I don't know, I guess that's Freudian stuff. 
Uh, Trump finally visits uh, the troops after 706 days. And the uh, wrap it up by just detailing what the fuck's going on with the uh, the Trump shutdown. We're in the eighth day of that. Um, and then we'll end it up with, uh, like we always do with this week in Woo Fuckery, which I've got a pretty good one, I think. Um, but this is the numbers for today. As I said, Sunday, uh, December, December 30th. I keep on to say the 12th. That's wrong. Uh, we are in the 710th day of the Trump administration. Uh, Donald Trump has taken away North Korea's nukes for 202 days now. Um, we are in the eighth day of the Trump shutdown. We are four days away from the inauguration of the, the 116th Congress. And Donald Trump has... Now, this is last Monday. So Christmas Eve, Donald Trump had a 39% approval rating with Gallup. Um, and he had a 41.4% uh, approval rating with uh, 538 as of today. Um, that Gallup number is never going to go below 35. It's never going to go above 45. That's his base. That's what they fucking care about. It's uh, never going to get any better than that. Um, fun stuff. Uh, we've had a lot. There are a bunch of movies out. And I've, I've had, like you guys, I've been off for a while. I have fucking a lot of free time. So I saw almost all of them. I saw all of them, pretty much. Um, Bird Box I'm seeing Bumblebee tomorrow. Bumblebee, Bumblebee is solid. So right now, the last two weeks in the box office have not changed. Last week was Aquaman, Mary Poppins Returns, and then Bumblebee, and then fourth was uh, fourth was um, uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Am I saying that wrong, Shay? I think I keep. I, keep uh, I think that's right. Tail. Yep, that sounds right. Um, so good. It is. It's really good. It's really good. Um, I saw. I saw. I've seen. Um, I, I don't know what I'm looking it up right now. I, I didn't I didn't take the fourth one, but um, Spider Man um, Spider Man's Rotten Tomato score. I'm I'm look that up right now. But um, what we've got for so Aquaman's at sixty four percent Rotten Tomatoes, um, Mary Poppins at seventy eight percent, and then Bumblebee was a really big surprise. It came in at ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's and I, I saw I have seen Aquaman, Bumblebee, and the Spider Man movie. And they are all just wicked solid movies. They're fun. I'm gonna wait for that. I'm gonna wait till I can uh, share Aquaman from the internet because I don't want to pay for it. But I might get bored and go see it in theaters. But I mean, I've seen every DC movie up until now, so I've got a pretty good idea what I'm looking at. Yeah, it's uh... a. Yeah. I'm probably not seeing a movie in theaters till maybe Toy Story Four, Lion now, King. Now They're here's out the thing, the same though. Week. That's, you know, that's assuming if you're a responsible parent, you could just bring like an eight month old to a movie and just let it scream the whole time. Oh, like yeah. the last time I went to a movie. Uh, How old's your kid now? Uh, we, I, have a, I have a, uh, one that's about to turn three and he's, oh, okay. oh, he's obsessed with the yeah. old Lion King right now. Yeah. So, and he also is a big Toy Story fan, um, which I'm more on the Toy Story wagon myself. Um, so apparently those two movies are coming out the same weekend i believe oh, so that might be his first like go to that's 2019 movie. right sometime yeah. this year yeah uh, i think it's april so it's still mm -hmm. a ways away but uh yeah the other one's uh three about to be three months so we could really piss a lot of people off with him i mean i saw people i saw people with i would say four-year-olds at deadpool 2 and <laughs> Like and I mean and I saw young kids at Deadpool one. I went with uh, our buddy Ben and we were like looking at each other and like Ben and I are not like you know we neither of us have kids. We're not necessarily uh, kid friendly as far as our language goes. After we've had a couple beers 
And we were, we no were way. just, we were just looking around like, what the fuck are these kids doing here? And, um, I remember at Deadpool two, like the dad that brought his, like he had a trove of little kids and he was walking out just muttering that like, he couldn't believe it was that graphic. And you know, I was like, what in the shit did you, that was R right? Shay, am I, am I, yeah. Oh, Deadpool two is yeah. R. I, I for yeah. Deadpool one, I understand because they intentionally made false <laughs> advertising for Deadpool one to trick people into seeing it. Um, I don't know if you remember, they made a, a cut for it because it came out on Valentine's day that made it look like a romantic comedy yes, and it was incredible. Um, and it, you, you would have had no idea what it was about based on just that trailer. There's not really an excuse for the second one. Like if you're going to go see a movie, I, I, I don't even have kids and I Google movies before I see them. So I don't know. That's just funny. It's like, take, it's like taking like, it would be like John, if you took Jack to like overlord, uh, it, we, we haven't awesome. even taken him to a kid movie yet, let alone yeah. anything like that. Well, I did. I did watch Toy Story three at like movie tavern and like drank my face off. I've not seen that, but I heard it's sad. I, yeah, I still haven't seen it. I still have to nut up and uh, basically. It's uh, a tearjerker. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna, I mean, there's going to be Toy Story four, so I'm going to have to see Toy Story three. Right. I mean, um, uh, the other movie that I saw that I, I, it kind of was not on my radar at all, but is this uh, this movie like M Night Shyamalan? His uh, M Night Shyamalan is uh, yeah. Are you I'm talking not, about Glass? Yeah. So I have I have always like I have always been kind of a closet fan of M Night Shyamalan because like I always like his movies. I always try to go see him before like the big twist is ruined. And yes, that's the only fucking you know tool he has in his toolbox is the wicked twist at the end. You know, but um, I saw I saw Unbreakable and I thought that was just a solid movie from start to finish. Had a lot of great people in it. Um, I saw, I saw, um, Split, I didn't see Split until way after it was released because I thought it was just, you know, a, a you know, schizophrenic, uh, you know, serial killer movie. And I had no clue that it was like, a, it was a sequel to Unbreakable. And when I found that out, I was like, well, that sounds pretty neat. So I saw that, that was pretty fucking, uh, pretty fucking solid. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this Glass movie. I didn't know, you know. I've not seen either Unbreakable or Split. Oh yeah, I mean, if you've got yeah, time, but... it's a that's a good afternoon. Yeah, I'm, well, I mean, I know the premise, and I know what's like. There's no twist. Like, I get what's going on. I've just not sat down and watched them, so yeah. I don't know. So that looks fun. Did you guys see Bird Box before uh, Facebook shot all over it? Uh, no, no, but it's is it. My understanding is it's it's similar to A Quiet Place, except you can't look at the aliens right. or something like that. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I haven't. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, I, 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 it looks good. And for whatever reason, I've, I like Sandra Bullock a lot. Uh, so uh, I'll probably check it out. I, I saw it on Netflix the other day, and I was like, ooh, that's new. That looks interesting. And then, like, the next day, I saw people starting this shit like crazy all over the facey spaces. Yeah, I, I, I don't get that. Like, I, I really, like, there are so many shitty movies that are fun. Like, we've talked about it. Like, Venom was not a good movie, Shay, but it was enjoyable. It was fun. You no. Know? Yeah. There, there's, like, well, the, the first trailer. The other thing, too, is Netflix movies are a whole different monster, too. I just want to throw that out there. Like, oh, yeah. if I don't have to put place. pants on or even close period or even get out of bed, if I can roll over and play a movie, I'm a lot more forgiving in terms of pretty much every criteria you would judge a movie by. I, I'm but more anyway, likely to watch the movie the fact that it's a netflix movie at this point um because it's already there yeah. people did the same shit with bright at the a lot of people crapped all over that and that movie's fun as hell yeah uh, yeah and great, it, great, at great some point movie. you're gonna watch it just because everybody yeah. else has well 
I, I think the reason it, it got so much shit is because Shay's right. Like the premise is is like there's something that happens. I want to say it happens in like in in the um like the uh, Eastern Bloc Soviet old Soviet Republic states or something. Something happened, and there's just mass suicides. And so instead of if you make a noise like in Quiet Place, which if if you guys are listening to this and you haven't seen Quiet Place, punch yourself right in the junk then go watch Quiet Place. Really good movie. Um. But in this case, instead of if you make a noise, the alien will track you down and kill you. Excuse me. Damn. Um, the Belch cast. Yeah, I know. Wow, God. Just been pounding beers over here. Um, the, uh, whatever it is. I never say it's an alien, ghost, whatever. It could be this, you know, this, you know, it could be the sequel to that fucking shitty 2000 uh, Final Fantasy movie, The Spirit Within or whatever it is. But, um. Like if if you see these this this apparition or whatever it is, like it makes you hallucinate and then kill yourself. Like you see something that just drives you to commit suicide. So everybody's just trying to go through life without, you know, blindfolded and not seeing everything. So it's it's a really I thought it was really good. Um, you know, at one point she's on the river blindfolded with two little kids, and I'm like, Rachel, I'm an Eagle Scout. This this is dangerous. This is not this is not safe. It's not, it's not how you do this. But yeah, like, um, like everybody shat all over it on the face bases in the mob books because I, I don't know why, because they, I guess because they didn't get enough war on Christmas. Fuck, I don't know. But I think it's the same reason, like, Aquaman went from, like, 93% Rotten Tomatoes to 64% because all of the, uh, the Edgelord, um, movie rev- reviewers who weren't familiar with the, uh, you know, the comic material were like, well, this is just about a guy who talks to fish. This is so stupid. And, like, everybody who's ever read any Justice League at all is like, yeah, Aquaman's not, like, my favorite character, but if he's going to smash some shit, I'm game. What was, uh, I, I spe- this, you, you know, you just, this this isn't really rated, but if you, uh, I, I, uh, I expose myself to more Christmas movies than is probably <laughs> uh, helpful or feasible this year. Because I was out of town up in the mountains doing my Christmas thing, and I watched Home Alone one. Home, my friend had never seen Home Alone one and Home Alone two. What? Uh, so he's, we he's made her watch that. Well, she allowed to vote. No, she? Uh, she's she was she was not alive when the first movie was made oh. in the theater. So she was born in '92, um, just after the second movie had come out. So it was really funny watching Home Alone one and two with somebody who didn't have the experience of like seeing it in theaters and being all into it because it's just such a crazy movie. And then we also watched the first two Santa Claus movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this brings up two thing, two important points about Christmas movies I've never noticed. A lot of them, if you think about them, get really dark. Like Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2, I'm clearly convinced Kevin McAllister's a sociopath because oh, yeah. he knows he should call the police, but he always waits until he hurts them a bunch to do it. He enjoys hurting them, and he's obsessed with his mom. So uh, I, you know, there, there's something wrong with that kid. And then the other thing I was wondering is because, you know, the premise of the Santa Claus 2, 1 is you kill Santa, you become Santa Claus. And then in Santa Claus 2, he well, become, you, you find out they have to have a wife. So that means the Santa Claus he killed had a wife. So when he Tim Allen killed that Santa Claus and became Santa Claus, there was no Mrs. Claus at the North Pole. So what the fuck did those elves do to Mrs. Claus? Like, do you just off Mrs. Claus as soon as the old Santa dies because well, she's not needed? Minute, and he's wait like, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. first of all, I think you're leaning too far into this killing Santa Claus. Like, because because Tim Allen in the movie Santa Claus did not kill Santa. Like, he didn't. He like... startles him and he falls off the roof. Right. And he right. puts he, on the suit. It was an so... ac- it was an accident. It's not like he was uh, he was some uh, you know magachode that had like a "Don't Tread on Me" sign uh, you know flag over top of his chimney and was like, as soon as this motherfucker comes in my house, I'm blowing him away. Stand uh, well, first know. of all. This is the stand all, stand your ground. You just state. described the plot to a movie I need to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 yeah. I, I will suggest that I watched the Christmas Chronicles, which is a new one. 
uh, with Kurt Russell playing Santa Claus. And Whoa. at one point, he, he drives a Dodge Charger. Yeah, that there. It was pretty well, I'll good. Put that on my list. Yeah, I've seen I've seen stills of that movie, and I was I was taken aback by how goddamn gorgeous uh, Kurt Russell looked in that big snowy white beard. Oh yeah, dude. He's, he's it, it's a pretty dreamy. good Christmas movie. Uh, you know, if you take it for what it is, uh, it for being a new one, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Did you ever see Krampus? Fuck yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. It's it's a shame it wasn't rated R, so they could have gotten weird with it. But all the practical effects were fucking incredible. Are you kidding me? It was weird enough. Like they had the Jack in the Box that box that ate kids like a big centipede, and then it, like you saw the kids yeah. like slowly get dissolved, you know, digested down the the I don't know what do you call that the shoot of the Jack in the Box guy. Oh, I was I watched it, and Rachel came downstairs, and I was like six rum and cokes into it, and she's like, "What are you watching?" It was like the best movie ever. So great. Yeah. Um. Uh, speaking of Christmas movies, have you guys paid attention to, and there hasn't been an article this year, but there was one last year, I think Slate did an article, of just the wall-to-wall, I mean, we could call it a MAGA Christmas now, but, like, they started this shit before Trump, like, ran for president, but, um, the Hallmark Channel, just, like, every year they release 20 to 20, like, 20 to 26, like, new Christmas movies that are all, like, it's the same thing. It's Yeah, like, the same formula. Right. Like, white couple, like, the white lady has to, uh, you know, has to leave. Um, yeah, but they're, it's all the same She's thing. She's a yeah. busy lady from the city, and she goes home to her hometown for some plain guy. And I don't know. They learned the meaning of Christmas. I don't know. Here you go. This is this is, this is is an article that, that flew, across, <laughs> flew across my radar this year that I was... Uh, um, Oh, this isn't the right one. I I I wish I'd have brought this one up. Um, but yeah, it's like it's just this wall of Americana that's just so weird, and it's so heteronormative. And like even any 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 type of like um, minorities in it are like they're cheering on the white people. And um, there was there was a list of like there's a list of rules. I it's I'm not seeing the right article. But like one of them was like, um, you know, she has to be a, a busy, successful city woman who leaves her 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 busy job to go back home and there realize, you go. realize that all she needs is a man. Like that's that's the thing. Like that's the whole that's the whole premise. And they just like they just face fuck you with that that whole, you know. And the people the people that watch them they under I think they understand how ridiculous they are, but they watch them anyway. And I don't know, it's just. Well, I mean, if, if you if you really do buy into, like, I'm not particularly religious. Shay's not particularly religious. John, I'm not going to speak for you. I don't think you're particularly religious either, eh, but, you know. Not exactly. Right, but, like, if you're really into Christmas and you really, you know, believe it's a celebration of the baby Jeebus and all this stuff, like, and you feel that the fact that we let too many people, you know, like, that are dudes marry dudes, like, if that's a thing, um you know, that you really worry about, then those movies do just, it's like a fat, it's like a thousand Christmases rubbing up against your junk. But like for the rest of us that aren't, you know, like if you don't buy into that kind of socioeconomic, like fucking ironclad, you know, mold that these people want to live, you want America to live in, then it just, it just sucks. Well, I'm not really looking for the uh, best cinematic experience when it, uh, I'm not looking toward Hallmark for that anyway. So, Right. Uh, they've got a bar set pretty low there. I mean, this is a greeting card company, so yeah, I can't imagine they're that great. They just churn the fuck out. It's hilarious. Damn it. 
I don't want to spend. I don't want to spend all this time finding what the article. But yeah, there's there, there's a rule out there. I'll find it. We'll talk about it next time. Um, okay. Uh, so Trump. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about, and, and it got a lot of play this this week. Um, and it was really funny because it got a lot of play this week, and that's because Trump went on a trip to visit the troops for the first mm-hmm. time in two years of his presidency. Um, and the reason this struck me as funnier than shit is because everybody was doing somersaults and cartwheels to praise the president for doing the bare minimal thing that every president has ever fucking done. Yeah, but do you know how he ended up, like, screwing it up? Oh, there are several ways he screwed it up, and it's actually hilarious that he screwed it up. But, like, a lot of people were talking, John Shea, I don't, I don't know if you were following this too much, like, I was kind of paying attention to the news when it was going on, and there was there was a series of articles that came out, um, so just, just for everybody who's paying attention at home they may not know the little factoids here um donald trump and melania trump went to visit um troops in iraq and then they stopped um at a base in germany on the way back to the united states um but they left like at like 1206 the day after christmas so they were they spent christmas in the white house and then they uh hauled ass out to, to iraq and then visited with troops and everything and they kept this this hush hush you know the strip hush hush and it's almost always trips like this are hush hush because you don't tell you don't you know you don't um want to uh um you know project that the president is going to be the president of the united states is going to be one of the most dangerous parts of the of the entire planet at any one given date or time you know because then shit could go south that real quick so they did this this quick secret trip he landed he spoke with people uh like john said he fucked up some 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 really really easy low-hanging shit um and then flew back um but like the the that so that was christmas night day after Christmas, early morning, whatever you want to call it. But then, like, the two or three days leading up to it, there were all these stories that said that Donald Trump was going to be the first president in, you know, in 12 years or so, 16, 12 years, to not visit the troops on Christmas. And when he, when the story came out on the 26th that he had gone and visited the troops, everybody was like, see, you all think that, and then people kept defending him. They're like, these trips take weeks to, you know, two or three weeks to plan. You think that the Washington Post article two days before Christmas made him get on the plane and go, that's not how this works, you stupid libtards. And yes, that's true. They didn't just do that like the day before Christmas. They didn't read an article the day before Christmas go, well, fuck, we got to go to Iraq the day after Christmas. But I believe it was two or three weeks ago that everybody was... There I don't a bunch know. Of, well, there were a bunch of stories that went around that said I, he was afraid like to go. If there's anybody, I feel like there's anybody who's going to fly across to the other side of the world on a whim it's got to be the president of the united states i would believe either one either yeah. one's fine like so you know i, I if yeah it I generally mean, considering, he's right. yeah i mean considering the fact that we we're, we're pulling out of syria just like you know like that it would you know no real you know plan or anything to it i wouldn't be surprised if, if he was just like fuck it i mean if there's anybody that can do that it's him and oh, he yeah. can go but I also wouldn't be surprised if they started planning this trip weeks ago when people started bringing it up. Yeah. Right. Look, I, 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 I could see it anyway. Yeah. I'm yeah, just I, saying. I, I, if there's yeah. anybody who can do that, it's him. Well, and can you imagine, like, John, if you're correct, let's just say that, that you're right. Like, on, like, 6 p.m. Christmas Day, he's like, you know what, guys? We're going to Iraq tomorrow. Can you imagine, like, the, the staff <laughs> in the White House just oh, being God like, damn it. Yeah, like, ah, oh, damn it. Well, <laughs> Imagine how many times a day that's said in the White House already. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's very true. 
But yeah, like yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Now I haven't looked this up. I, I needed to nail this down, and it was one of my on my to do list, but I just didn't. But yeah, it was it was about two weeks ago, at the uh, you know this window of planning that uh, Dan Bongino and all the other um, low level you know C and D stars of Fox News that are uh, basically just uh, trolling for new shows now. Um, they keep talking about this window of like oh it takes this long to plan it. Like yeah, and about that long ago, uh, several news outlets were basically calling the president a pussy. So. That that makes sense too. I mean, I, I remember a while back re- reading something about he was afraid to go overseas oh, yeah. in the Middle East because he was a f- just afraid in general. So, well, I guess he got over that. Well, I, I think I think a lot. I, I personally think enough people said you got to fucking go. Like, like yeah, uh, dude, yeah. Well, okay. And, so here, so here are the numbers here. Um, he he made this visit on his 706th day uh, in the White House. Uh, Barack Obama, who we can all agree, right, is the shittiest president that's ever been, who's ever presidented, right? Um, he did it his 77th day in office, so Trump took literally 10 times longer than uh, Barack Obama did to visit the troops. Um, and uh, what John was talking about, there there were a few muff-ups in this trip. Uh, the first muff-up is, uh, I don't, I don't want to say that there's a big security, I don't want to say that it's like Donald Trump just, you know, could be you know what prosecuted for treason for this but he did give out the location of seal team five on twitter which is a no-no and yeah, no big deal yeah it's, so, it's really never been done before but you know i guess right. he's the president he can do that what which talk show host what's up <laughs> uh i lost jay here he yeah he froze in the most weird face ever Right. Okay, All what right. were you saying, Shay? What talk show host? Well, yeah, it was, it was back in the day somebody did that. I can't remember who it was. I want to uh, say it was Geraldo or somebody. Geraldo Rivera, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. I remember that. Yeah, he like drew in the sand, and they were like, yeah, we're here, and this is here, and everybody's like, fuck, what are you doing? Um, but, like, then, he actually had he had photos of him, too, so, like, he was showing the identity, I think, the identity of some of the members of the team, which is right. So, and, and that was, that was the thing is, is he had uh, shared videos of the members of seal team five. And so one of the things you don't do is show is share their, um, their personal, you know, what they look like and things like that, because then they, they become targets for right. our other, other countries. Like this wasn't the biggest security leak in the world, but this is just another reason to say that like, there aren't adults in the room in this administration. Like, in previous administrations, people were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, this, 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 ha- I'm not going to say this same thing happened, but um, Barack Obama met with special forces officers and, and um, special forces assets several times. But th- this, this kind of thing was always done in private. People were like, all right, you want to, you know, you know high five SEAL Team 6? Awesome, great, do it in this room over here. You know, don't take any pictures. Uh, I, I was reading, and this gets into a lot of other things, but I was reading uh, an article a little earlier about how, I guess, John Kelly said that he should be he should be commended or thought of, of the things that didn't happen while he was chief of staff. So since he was the adult in the room, um, imagine what it would be like if he wasn't there. Think thanks what's going to happen in you know I don't know a week from now. But see, like that's that's my problem with most of this administration is just that uh, while they're getting either getting the boot on the way out or when they have decided to leave. They're like, hey guys, um, yeah, I know, I know, I'm not like 
Winston Churchill or anything, but just imagine the shit that would have gone down if I wasn't here. Hey, <laughs> I mean, come on now. Yeah, I think he's kind of right to a certain degree. Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm convinced he's 100% right, yeah. And I, I think he could rein in Trump better than uh, Mulvaney will. Um, oh, God. If Mulvaney's going to be there long term, I don't know. It's kind of like if you're, if you're if somebody's just going to be in a position, is he really the interim? Well, he, Mulvaney, um, has made a very, very specific point of saying that he is the acting chief of staff. Right. He wants to be he wants to be on record everywhere saying that he is not appointed. He did not accept the position of chief of staff. He is just he is basically just, just going to do it for the yeah, next two years. He's going to keep that. Well, basically, that's what's going to happen because who the fuck's going to take that job? He's he's already on like he's doing that and he's budget director. He's also been like the director of what the CPPB or whatever it is. He's he's like worn like four or five hats at a time. So I think he's one of the only people left that would be. Considered. I wouldn't agree with anything he does, but I do think he would be considered a competent person. I would. I, I wouldn't don't... disagree with you there. I would not disagree with you. I, I think he's a little snail. I think he's a, a little shit. But um, yeah, oh, he, he's I, he's been he very screams clear. A little shit. Oh yeah, he he's he's very clear that he is the interim. He doesn't want to get you know fucking nailed down to this position or anything that happens in the White House. You know, um, but that's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so so there was there was a, there was a, a short you know everybody lost their shit there. Now the one I thought was really fucking bullshit was he told um, and, and this is really funny. He told a you know he had he spoke to the troops while he was in Iraq and he told them that he had given them a ten percent pay raise. Donald Trump told the you know active serving military he had given them a ten percent pay raise, and that in fact it was the first pay raise they had received in ten years, which. Automatically nope. says that Donald. I'm sorry. That automatically says that Whole Barack Obama. Nope. Yeah, Barack Obama had never given any of the military a pay raise, and um, that is all complete horseshit. Complete and utter horseshit. Uh, the I'm military. Shocked. Yeah, the military receives pay raises every year. Um, in 2018, it was a 2.6 percent pay raise on average. 2017, it was like 2.4. Um, it's yeah, just complete shit. Like I have, I have friends in the family that voted for Donald Trump because they have, um, their kids are in the military now, and they're like, well, Donald Trump's gonna, uh, it's gonna give him a better pay raise than uh, Barack Obama ever did. And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? It's like, well, Barack Obama didn't give him pay raise. Like, okay, you're just listening to fucking Sean Hannity. That's not true. Like, yeah. this is this is an issue that has resonated with a very small fraction of of his base, but it resonates really strongly. And he is just making it the fuck up. Is it the race structure in that setup more like any other organization where they, they, because you have like, I imagine it's set up like anything else where the structure has performance reviews and evaluations every year. And then there's races that are given. Like it's, it's not like someone goes to the president every single year and says, do we give the troops raises? I highly doubt that's a thing. He he did. He did block the federal, uh, pay increase though yes we, the, we, that's I, true. general schedule. i wanted to talk about that because he, he blocked their pay raise but they're not getting paid anyway so i guess what the huh. fuck does that matter touche um, yeah um six of one half dozen of the other um but yeah no but john you're right and shay you are right as well like it's it is a thing that's structured in there but it has to if i'm not mistaken it goes to the president to sign off or sign you know sign off on it and like if the president wanted to since he is the commander-in-chief he could make it a 10 percent pay raise um I've always said if we're gonna if we're gonna be the world's police, you know, one of the little, little things I like to throw out when I'm really hammered at the bar is like, you know, if you wanna if you want the best people in the military, then I would say pay them 
better than we've ever paid them before. So, like, whatever the fuck inflation is, just double that. Like, if yeah, inflation's yeah. 2%, if inflation's 2.5%, then the military gets a 5% pay raise every year. And they're like, well, how are we going to pay for that? It's like, well, you didn't give a shit worried about how to pay for any of this other military shit, so why do you give a shit now? Like, just pay them, you know? So, that's my little rant on it. Well... I, I almost want to get into the whole like what, what is it, like twenty one trillion dollar audit finding that oh, they yeah. had recently. And there's just the Department of Defense just has money that it, we don't even know if it exists, where it's at, anything. It's just a clusterfuck. As far as the defense spending goes, like I'm not a hawk or a dove or any kind of thing. Like, but when when people like Sean Hannity, like Sean Hannity for years, he, he's He's, he's, uh, he's, I would say parlayed. He's, you know, whatever. He's, he's squawked into a microphone about his, what he calls the penny plan. You take 1%, um, one penny out of every dollar, take it out of the federal funding. Everything. And, like, first of all, it doesn't, wouldn't, wouldn't make a dent in any of the budget woes we have. And second of all, whenever you talk to Sean Hannity about this, anybody who gives him any kind of friction always goes, yeah, what about the military? He's like, oh, we don't take any money for the military. He's like, well, that's not what you said, fuckface. You know, when you and your, your street ninja teacher were talking, you said a penny from every dollar. So, like, whenever Republicans want to, you know, put in austerity measures and, like, slash the federal government by 5%, like, great. We piss away so much money in the federal government that it's, it's insane. Like, John, you were just saying, like, the, the last audit of the Pentagon, they came out with, like, $21 trillion they couldn't fucking account for. Like, it could literally be sitting in a big fucking vault in the basement right. of the Pentagon. We have no clue. Um, like... If you want to slash 5% from the federal budget, do it across the board. Well, the thing is, they can't show how they spent money, but then each year they requested more. Exactly. So that's that's concerning. And not necessarily I'm saying they don't need it, but if you can't show why you need it, it gets kind of, I don't know, murky. Murky? It's complete horseshit. Uh, Yeah. If you're going to want more money... And say that, you know, twenty-one trillion dollars went into projects that were top secret, and they can't tell you about it. That's fine. But every year, you got to trot out one top secret plane and/or exosuit that you're developing, and fucking show me, and I'm game. Well, like in, in my current job, I, I deal with compliance of fe- like federal grants that UK receives for research. Right. Probably we receive like three hundred plus million dollars in funding each year. And we ship bricks basically over whether or not like we might have a small finding, which could cost the university, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. I can't imagine how it's okay for a federal agency, whether it's defense or not, to be like, oh, we don't know where $21 trillion is. All I'm saying, and I think Shay could get on board with me here, is if you walk out a seven-story mech, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look the other way. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. You know, if, if, if you – or like when I see videos – I don't know if you've seen videos of those developmental exosuits that let airmen like pick up full bombs by themselves. Oh, yeah. and they can be low. Dude, if you as have long, 20 – if you have a bunch of guys that have those, tags. dude, yeah. I, I'm into it. Like uh, I – and I – you know, like, you know, show me something really cool. So it's like, oh, where's all that money going? Oh, that's pretty neat. All right. All as right, long you as win. you give them asset tags and you charge depreciation, there you go. it'll be good. Some, somebody somebody wants every fiscal year has to go through and they go boop and scan them. That's good. Right. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. I can't, if I had a dollar for every time, like, one of the secretaries or, like, lab managers have come through either our, our labs in um, Argonne or our labs in UK and be like, hey, I'm looking for this thing. I'm like, ah, it's right over there. And they just go, boop, and they walk out. Are they just proving it's still there? Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. You just got to make sure it's still on the premises. Well, like John said, they need to appreciate it departments, departments actually get money back on that through their F&A. And it gets, it gets all into the county. Yes, yeah. I'll leave it to that. Moral of the story is, show us a working Atlas mech, and we're gold. We're golden, Pony Boy. Yeah, we're fine. Right. Uh, all right, so Trump visited the troops. Um, oh, um, he apparently signed a bunch of hats, and people were like, kind of miffed about that. Um, he said it's totally okay for him to sign a hat, and everybody, but, but there was this really weird, I, just, I don't want to harp on this, but it, it really made me laugh because on Fox News, like they were like, well, Obama signed uh, pictures and things for troops all over the place, and nobody gave a shit. It's like, yeah, but he didn't sign campaign merch, right? Like he didn't sign like Ob- Obama twenty twenty merch and hand it out to the fucking troops. Like, ah, oh, fuckers. My understanding too is that that's a uh, is um is it the is it the Hatch Act that I'm trying to oh, think yeah. of that that's yeah so um I'm understanding under federal funds yeah yeah. So the other I, thing I had seen, I feel like that. I feel like that's as much on the, uh, on the service people though. If they, I have... was gonna say I had read, uh, you know, and I'm I'm not in the military and I'm not gonna pretend to know a lot about this beyond the whatever bullshit crosses my screen when I'm scrolling through Reddit or or you know Facebook or whatever you link me. But my understanding is is that that the if you really wanted to press it because they showed up to what is basically a campaign rally in uniform that the soldiers themselves are in violation of the Hatch huh. Act. Like if they if they were in their civvies. Or Donald Trump, they had set aside um, some time to say, "Yo, here's a meet and greet. You can do whatever you want, but you got to be in your civvies. You can't wear a uniform. It's not an official government fu- function kind of thing. It's yeah. fine." But technically, what they did was violation of the Hatch Act. Now, obviously, nobody's going to persecute this shit. Right. Um, this is just lawyers I pontificating mean, on law blogs. But I, I certainly um, don't think it's their fault when you know Trump always goes no. on tirades. No, I mean exactly. Um, and I refuse yeah, to believe if they're, they're bringing political uh, propaganda, basically, and having him sign it, then that's yeah. that's a little troubling to me. But I'm sure nothing's gonna come of it. No. I mean, I, I would imagine that like proving that, like the idea, even the definition of the word propaganda, though that that's gonna be up for debate in that scenario because it's just a fucking hat. I like, think it's propaganda because I think that's what it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a person. Well, like, and, and to Shay's point, uh, the Hatch Act, Hatch Hatch Act. Excuse me. Is has been just like trampled what? over by this administration because, um, like um, Kelly, Con- I think Kelly, Con- um, Kellyanne Conway has been accused of violating it three or four times. Um, uh, the last time, uh, Judge uh, Judge Denine Pirro, the the Fox News um, squawker, was in the White House. She uh, she like posed with the president in the Oval Office, him holding up the book, and like she shared it on Twitter and was like, "Hey, the president," and, and the president shared it on Twitter as well and was like, "Hey, buy her book." Like that's a direct violation of the Hatch Act. Like everybody's like, "Are you?" Fu-? And she's a she's a judge. Like she's a legitimate fucking judge. It's it's just been it's just been trampled on. I can't even keep track. I'm vaguely familiar with what you're talking about, but it's it's so hard to keep track of what everybody's upset about these days. I, I feel like if your main job is being a, a spokesperson on Fox, I don't think you're really a judge anymore. Well, she was she was um, 
one of the people that was in either shouting distance or in line to be uh, Jeff Sessions' replacement. Like that's that was that had been talked about for a while now that she had wanted to, she had wanted to replace Jeff Sessions as the Attorney General, whenever he um, after when we got through the midterms and Donald Trump could you know bounce his uh, Keebler ass out of there. Um, right. Well, any anybody that's like been on Fox News at all as a potential candidate to be right. part of the Trump Because they say what he likes to hear and generally they're going to look good on camera which is another thing that Donald Trump wants, you know, likes to care about. I mean, fuck, our, uh, our ambassador to the UN right now was a Fox News anchor. She then went to be a um, spokesperson for the, U- uh, the UN on the US's behalf and then now she's the ambassador. Right. She literally has zero fucking experience in any aspect of that job. Only the she, best. She is fairly good looking, though. I'll give her that. Yeah. What, what's, what, I will, the, you know, that's one thing the right is really good at. The right gets hotter uh, talking heads than the left right. does. It's well, true. Uh, that's what the guys on Chepo's Trap House say. It's like, it's nothing but TNT, tits and teeth. Like, yeah. It's, it's a big fucking gleaming white smile and a, and a push-up bra and, and a, uh, you know, some kind of a tight-fitting uh, business suit, and you're good to go. You can, you can just say all kinds of... Uh, Racist bullshit and your 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 fucking money. All right. right. Speaking of racist bullshit, uh, we are in the midst of a government shutdown. I don't know if you guys have followed have, have heard about this on the news, right? If you guys followed this at all, uh, maybe a little bit. Haven't hasn't affected me one bit. <laughs> Has it come up? Well, as we sit here on Sunday night, we are in the eighth day of the Trump shutdown. Um, I call it the Trump shutdown because we had a Senate and House deal, what, like the 21st or 20, 20th, 21st of, of this, this, this month of December, where we were going to uh, fund the rest of the government. I think it was more of a Senate deal, really. Well, this, they had a Senate deal and the House was, they were ready, this, the House had passed it, the Senate was ready to sign off on it, but Trump said he wasn't going to sign it. That deal would have kicked well, the, the can down the road. Didn't the Senate vote on it, like pretty much 100 to 99 to 1 or whatever it was and in the house they decided they were not going to vote on it because Trump said no I all right as my that could be how it went down that could be how it went I don't down. think the house actually vote on voted on it they just kind of said oh we're not gonna Paul Ryan the man with such conviction uh pretty much said yeah I'm not gonna bring that to the floor right well okay I, I think you might be correct because but they had the deal. The House and the Senate had yeah, the deal. Yeah, I think it would have passed. It would have passed. I think passed. it would have passed the House. Um, so Trump said he wouldn't vote for it unless it contained the $5 billion for his border wall. Um, the bill did contain $1.8 billion for border security, which is something that both sides say is totally fucking fine. We just don't want to build this big, massive concrete wall. Um, the reason Trump said he wouldn't vote for it is because Rush Limbaugh, Ann Coulter, and Laura Ingram um, had heard that the... Uh, this deal would um, kick the can down the road till February, I think, for the five billion dollars. And so he's—they all, you know, they all said so on the radio shows. And Trump's got a lot of flack, so he just blew that deal right out of the water. Um, next up was a—and this was just like a day ago—the um, Trump administration came to Chuck Schumer and offered uh, to, op- you know, that they would sign off on a, on a um, on the same bill. Except if you bumped up the uh, border wall funding to two point five billion dollars, and Chuck Schumer told him to kick rocks, and um, so that's kind of as he should. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Trump's 
Trump said he this is this is his shutdown that he was gonna be proud. No, he said it's the down. Democrats' fault. After, after <laughs> he said, oh, here we are again. But well, yeah. I, I, this has to be the Democrats' fault because um, I distinctly remember Donald Trump saying on multiple occasions that the president's responsible for shutdowns and should yeah. be fired when they happen. Well, so, if the shutdown are his fault, he wouldn't be the president anymore. And he wouldn't and just say, say something I've said, like that. I've said this before, but also, you know, keep in mind that government shutdowns uh, they they go in line with the rhetoric of what the Republicans want to begin with, which is less government. What right. better way just to shut the government down? Well, until, like, okay, that's a great point, John. Except the other problem is, is that right now we have about 800,000 federal workers that aren't going to get paid, didn't get paid this this past well, Friday. Tr Trump said they're mostly Democrats anyway. Yeah, yeah. There, there has been, he is just pulling, he has been tweeting up a storm. Because one of, one of the major problems with the this government shutdown that went into effect last Friday at midnight was that, A, Donald Trump had to stay his, his, uh, his white ass in the White House and not go to Mar-a-Lago for Christmas like he wanted to. He was getting ready to go on a 16-day vacation. And we can do an entire podcast about how this president has gone on vacation every four fucking days. Um, compared, like, like, I think the number right now is over $100 million that Donald Trump has spent on vacations and travel since he's been president. And we're not two years into it. We're, we're still you know, do, January 20th. Do you think somebody, like, tricked him and told him there was a golf course in Iraq? That wouldn't surprise me. I bet you money he had clubs on Air Force One. Just oh, in case. I'm, I'm sure he, he probably has like four or five like sets just right. sitting in cargo. Right, but, but we could do an entire fucking podcast on the fact that Donald Trump has spent more money traveling in, in two years than Barack Obama has done. And, and this is this is an estimate by like Turning Point USA or the Heritage Foundation say that uh, Barack Obama spent you know $105 million on vacations in eight years. Oh, we're just people gonna... shit a brick though when he went to Hawaii that one time. Yeah, yeah, like people were just, one I mean, time. And it was fucking hilarious. But Donald Trump was planning a 16, 16 day trip to Mar-a-Lago that he had to cancel because of because the like he, he has like an obligation to like all these people who are members that like. No, that's, no, that's New Year's. That's the there. other thing. Now that the now that the shutdown is 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 clearly going to go through the uh, first of the year and probably into next week. Um, there's this. There, he's got this Sophie's choice of whether he goes back to Mar-a-Lago to be the guest of honor. You know, the sitting POTUS at Mar-a-Lago with all these people who paid like twenty, like John said, like twelve hundred dollars, twelve twelve fifty, whatever the fuck it was, um, to to meet and greet with the president. So like, you go to this party, and every, you're you're just going to be made a laughing stock in the in the press, which is no. It's like Tuesday for him. Or you know you go and meet and greet with these 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 high rollers that expected you to be at your New Year's Eve party at your private club that's for a profit that we're apparently funding out of our you know taxpayer. Yeah. Well, all those service people who have to you know protect his ass, they have to rent rooms and all that. And right, right. Well, and like like I was just racket. getting to say like right now we got eight hundred thousand federal employees that aren't going to get paid, and some of those people have to work. Like the best example is TSA. TSA agents. Are, are not getting paid, but they're not getting furloughed because you got to have people fucking there checking right. checking groins and butt butt cracks for you know explosives. So, you know, Donald Trump is having the Sophie's choice about whether or not he's going to go to his own New Year's Eve party, and you got but people. He's working already it. said that most of them are Democrats, and so yeah, 
That's hilarious. Like, like I, I, I shared that on Facebook, and my comment was, I have no fucking clue how to fact check this, and I'm sure the president didn't either. If they weren't, if they weren't Democrats before, then I'm sure they're yeah, that's right now. So let's not uh, let's not gloss over the fact that back in February we had a deal with uh, like this whole like okay let's let's take two steps back and let's talk about this in, in a little bit more detail here. So one of the other the reason that Donald Trump was holding this bullshit up is for his border wall. This is this is the promise he made to his his base in 2015 and 16. He was going to build a big beautiful wall. I believe the first quote he said this was in 2015. He's going to build a big big beautiful wall. And, the, and Mexico's going to pay for it. Well, excuse me. It went from Mexico's going to pay for it to we're paying for it to the tune of $25 billion. Then it kept going down from 15 to $10 billion. Now we're at $5 billion. Now we're at $2.5 billion. And there was a report just the other day. Where am I in my little outline here? Fuck me, fuck me. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Chief of Staff John Kelly says that the idea of an actual physical wall was thrown out at the beginning of the year because it right. was just un- impractical. They knew it was going to work out, but it was your, a Your best friend Lindsey Graham called it a metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> well, metaphorically, you're not getting that money, asshole. And it's just, this is just such, just, just a pissing match. And the Republican Party doesn't want to give up anything because, like I was saying, Back in February, we had a deal for 20... Uh, the Democrats are going to give $25 billion for this fucking wall um, if they got protections for DACA re- recipients. So if you're going to protect all DACA recipients and make sure they weren't deported for any reason um, under under the program started by Barack Obama, the Democrats were going to give him his goddamn $25 billion for a stupid fucking wall, and he blew that deal up. He said no. So I don't understand what the fuck we're doing here and why we're acting like Donald Trump isn't the one that has is tripped over his own dick and fallen into a weed bag. I, I'm pretty sure he didn't trip over his own dick. From, from what I read from Stormy yeah. Daniels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, this is just not going anywhere. I'm going to grab a beer. I'll be right back. All righty. Um, you know, there, there's there's John's mistake. I always have a cooler right here that's got ice and beers in it and whiskey. So, uh, you know, that he just needs to do better. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I, I have an Ozark Trail cooler. Yeah, this is, again, ladies and gentlemen, it's an, it's an audio medium, but he's just holding up the same cooler I've got. Um, yeah. Now, I, uh, I just – the mental gymnastics I've been watching my uh, conservative friends that I still follow on Facebook because sometimes I just have to unfollow – people because i can't stand the stupid shit spewing at me all the time um but uh the mental gymnastics for this are just hysterical like all of this has happened while in theory the republicans still have the house and the senate like if yeah like don't don't come to me and say like well the democrats kept him from passing a funding bill so the government shut down no not really you you change the rules so that they only need 51 votes mitch mcconnell's a tiebreaker like there's no excuse to not pass it other than the fact that these guys are they can't get their shit together because they can't fucking govern. They spent the last, uh, you know, 10-ish years playing the victim, and now they don't know how to govern anymore. All they know how to do is the woe is me. Well, they, you've, got, you've got people saying, just like, just like you were saying, Jay, like, the mental gymnastics are hilarious because you got people going, um, like, just the other day, there there was articles, like, bashing Nancy Pelosi for going, um, she, went, she and her family went on vacation to, um, you know, Hawaii. They're like, if she really cared about the United States, she'd be here ready to 
to broker a deal. And like people pointed out, like as soon as like that, that story was thrown out there and Donald Trump started saying it, it's like, why is Nancy Pelosi not here in Washington with me trying to make a deal? And they're like, you know what, fucker? She's not Speaker of the House yet. She, A, yeah. hasn't been. She, a, a, Republicans, ha- I'm sorry, Democrats haven't taken control of the House until January 3rd. And B, she hasn't technically been voted Speaker of the House yet. Uh, you should nope. talk to Paul Ryan, who's probably sitting with his kids, like doing a, a second round of, you know, those last, uh, those, last, those last two days of this past session or whatever, like re- the Republicans are the ones that had like, I don't know, a, several handfuls of representatives who were just like out of town. They, oh, yeah. They were totally AWOL. Yeah, this, this is not a Democratic. This is, this is not something that Nancy Pelosi can legitimately pull the trigger on because she can't reconvene the House. That's, that's uh, you know, that's Paul Ryan's. Right. That's his. That's his job. I mean, it's not like he's done anything <laughs> since he's been fucking speaker of the house. God, we could do an entire podcast on how shitty and hypocritical Paul Ryan is. That fucking guy, man. Good that's uh, well, thank oh. God because he's out of there. I love all of the times he talked about how our national debt was such a was such a huge problem and stared into the camera with his sad puppy dog blue eyes, and then he retires. And then he wanted to. First of all, he wanted. To, then he would want to raise um, the retirement age to like seventy years old. Be like, this is the only way we're going to pay for anything. And then motherfucker retires at forty nine with a full pension from the United States um, House of Representatives. Acting like, oh, and when he took the job, when he took the goddamn job, he said, "I'm not going to work on weekends. Like, I'm going to vote down." Oh my any, god! He yeah. Pre- he pretty much said he didn't want to be House Speaker right. when he took the job. He said, I don't want to do it, and if I'm going to do it, I'm not going to work weekends. So I'm going to vote down, you know, paid leave for uh, for women and, and, you know, any type of women and men for maternity leave. Because those fuckers don't need to spend time with their family. But you are not taking a Saturday away from me to put on my dad shorts and my white tennis shoes and blow my uh, leaves in, a, in my neighbor's yard. Oh, you know he's I that bet he wears some too. of those Nike trainers. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's totally. White with the green grass stains. He's the kind of neighbor that takes, you know, he got, that puts his garbage in his neighbor's cans that are already on the roads because he doesn't want to bring his cans down there. Yeah, that that's him. Fucking Paul Ryan. Well, and, and the funny thing is, is he's going to dip out here. He's going to take two or three years and just lay low while Donald Trump probably goes to jail, maybe. Um, and then he's going to pop out and be like, hey guys, remember how awesome of a speaker of the house I was? And then Two-thirds of the Republican Party is like, yeah, that's right. You didn't molest a kid, so your ace is in our book. God, I'm gonna, yeah, it's, it's going to see him run for president in a few years. That'd be horrible. Ugh. I, I don't see it. I could I could see him uh, doing that thing that guys like him do that after he... So he <laughs> well, well, what I'll tell you this is if I see Paul Ryan start talking about running for president, not in this he's, election cycle, but the next one, that means he's got a book coming out. I think I think he's yeah. pretty much proven already yeah. that he's too spineless. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he he made Boehner look like, you know, an upstanding individual. So, man, I love how John Boehner, every every now and then he'll just pop up in the news, just be like, that shit is messed up. <laughs> like, yeah. He's just, just glad like, he's not feeling like, like, oh, shit. And the whole attitude he's got is just like, holy shit, I'm glad I'm not there anymore. <laughs> oh, like there was I can't remember what it was. but There was a quote of his a few months ago that just was kind of making the rounds and someone had just asked him what he thought thought of this administration it was basically him just kind of chuckling going yeah it's something else isn't it getting yeah. his car and drive away you know yeah. oh not my problem oh don't don't forget that uh old Bain there was like uh 
or and and I would like to take this point, uh, this chance to say that his name is pronounced Boner. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, and he spelled... cried. A lot. Let's remember that, please. Huh? And he cried. A lot. Oh, he always cried a lot, and that's fine. I mean, men can men can show emotion, but but when he really flip flopped, he's like, hey, listen, I'm going to vote against all of these uh, marijuana bills legalization. And the second I got here, I'm going to fucking lobby for marijuana. I'm going to get in this uh, think tank that's going to make sure all these states uh, legalize it. And I think, he, uh, if I'm not mistaken, listening to some, like, Sean Hannity and some Limbaugh, like, Boehner is part of a, um, like, an investment group that if you pay them, like, it's it's kind of like those, 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 like, house flipper things you hear on the radio. It's like, hey, we're coming to your area. We're going to teach you our method of flipping houses so that you can make money in the Chicago area. Blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Consultant. Right, probably. right. Um, but he does the same thing. It was like, hey, I'm going to teach you how to invest in, in the marijuana industry. Like, that's what Boehner's doing now. That, yeah, dude. Him and uh, uh, him and Roger Stone are real big into that, mm-hmm. which always blows my mind. Like, uh, like, Roger Stone has a collection of bongs that are shaped like Nixon heads. Like yeah. which? Oh God! Um, he's gonna he's gonna go to jail here pretty soon. Hopefully, hopefully that'd be great. Um, yeah, j- 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 oh, dude, John Boehner. I I hadn't thought about him in a while. Man, he, he likes was it that piece, way. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was a piece of shit, but guy. But at least he's got a sense of humor about the whole thing. Because every time I see a, a video of him or, or a quote, he's just kind of like, <laughs> not my problem. Well, one of the things about John Boehner that were different that was different than Paul Ryan is that. John Boehner had, uh, what did they call it? John, you might know. It was, is it the McClatchy rule? I'm probably making that up. Um, it was, it was, it was a, it was an informal rule where that they would only put forth legislation they could pass with their own members. So they didn't have to, they didn't have to uh, compromise with the Democrats at all. Um, right. Um, yeah. I'm, something I'm missing, like that. I... I'm, I'm missing the name of it. You know, Shay might be able to Google it for us while we're talking, but, uh, but basically. When Nancy Pelosi was working with John uh, John Boehner, like he knew that if he didn't have the votes, he just wouldn't put it up. And she would go to him like, "Listen, I'm going to put this up." And like, you know, if she was Speaker of the House, she'd be like, "You can either help me, you know, or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to talk to you know these other guys and get their votes. Like, you, can, you know, I'll just take you out of the loop." She couldn't do that with Paul Ryan because he was so spineless. They just didn't put anything up. Like, I mean, they passed like nothing in his time. But uh, yeah. I say it was like it wouldn't be that guy that was a pedophile, would it? Wouldn't it? <laughs> no, I I know the I know what you're talking about, but I I can't find the name of the rule. It'll come to me after yeah. we're done recording, I'm sure. Yeah. That's not a video. Um, so the other fun thing that on top of this whole border thing, like something we should just mention is that uh, border security is at its highest level it's ever fucking been because it's always more the year year to year it's kind of like how, how you know home sales every year more people have bought homes because we have more fucking people in the united states every administration as the board security there hasn't been an administration democrat or republican that has stored torn down walls or fences like we just always add to it right so this is this isn't a pressing matter we could go into the whole fact that these people that come to the border are legally seeking asylum but that's just i mean i mean fuck me and well, fuck the facts right that- that that's what gets on my nerves is because like I, I keep seeing all these people post things on Facebook. People that I really, part of me doesn't want to be Facebook friends with them at all. And if there wasn't some kind of relative relation of some sort, I probably wouldn't be. Um, 
I, I think but they, they basically think post that, that every every person who Facebook wants, page a lot. It, they're basically saying that any person who wants to come to the U.S. that they're automatically an illegal alien, um, which you can get in the whole we shouldn't be calling people aliens. Um, well, they're, anyway, they're saying these people are illegal, but really, if you come over into like a, a port of entry and claim asylum, that's actually a form illegal of legal potential immigration. I don't know if you would call it immigration until they're, you know, get a decision on whether or not they're going to be allowed to come into the country permanently or not, but it's there's nothing illegal about that. No. And That's actually, actually the legal way of doing asylum. Right. If you come to the port of entry to declare yourself seeking asylum, you have to declare why you're seeking asylum, and then you're processed through the, pro- you know, through the legal process like anybody else. So, so the caravan, for instance, the whole for the most part, outside of like some of the issues that were going on there, it's like, I don't know, tear gas, and apparently some people trying to overrun certain areas, I don't know the whole details, but like the whole idea of the caravan is they were coming through a port of entry, which was an illegal uh, form of potential migra- immigration, I mean. Right, no, and even if they were all to hop the fence, like let's say they all like swung 10 miles left, and like hop the fence down there, and then, then as soon as they were greeted, they were they were greeted or met, however you want to phrase it, by border patrol agents, and they declared that they were there to seek asylum. That's also a hundred percent legal by a treaty we signed back in nineteen fifty five. Right. Like none of this shit is illegal. It's just very like we want to keep the brown people from the south out, and that's what Trump's base wants to talk about. I mean, let's just gloss over the fact that the vast majority of illegal immigrants we have in the United States right now, something like 66% of them are just visa overstays from people from Canada and Europe. Now, right. I've always said we needed to build a wall, and actually they might build it for us to keep the Canucks out. But, I mean, it's just, it's, it's oh, God damn, the facts, the facts just don't sit up on Donald Trump's side well, at all. But yeah. he just keeps tweeting out. And, and it's all, it's all in this economics of like it's bad for the economy for having any of these people come over. Pretty much everything has shown that you know the more immigration we have, whether it's from our south or from other areas of the uh, the world, that it's going to help our economy. Um, so I, who gives a shit? That's all I well, can say. Because they're either going to be high skilled which is always good or it's going to be low skilled shit that our Americans right now don't want to do anyway. So what it's, well, it's a win-win. And, and right now, like as of the time, you know, today, as we're recording this, uh, Donald Trump for the last two or three days has threatened to close down the border totally. So this, you know, he's going to shut down the border totally, which, okay. So when he says, when he says the border, is he just talking about the Southern border? Uh, it clearly just means the southern border. So he's going to clear. He's going to shut down the southern border entirely. So, first of all, a, uh, so you can shut down a border. You said you needed a wall to protect from. Okay, whatever. Um, if you shut down the border entirely, which means no imports or exports, that's literally like several hundred million dollars a day. Right. The, you want to see the stock market do something really fucking crazy? Do that. Shut down the uh, all trade with Mexico. For a couple days, like yeah, all there's, period. There, there's a there's a lot of stuff that 
on a daily basis. And really, a lot of those towns that are on the border, there's people who cross on a daily basis who rely on that for their, you know, just daily lives of going right. back and forth yeah. on, on both sides, really. Right. Man, I wonder I wonder if he actually did shut the border down, let's just say, let's say for a week or whatever, and the damage that would do, I wonder how, um, I mean, a lot of that guy's base isn't going to be affected by being right near the border, but like a lot of the people in the GOP have a lot of businesses. I'm sure that would be personally hurt by that. I I would be really interesting to see the reaction on that. I, I honestly don't think he'd do it. I think that's just one of those dumb things he just throws out there to stir chaos and keep people on their toes. But like, I would love to see the reaction of that because there is no good possible outcome from that from a financial standpoint for anybody. So much stuff comes, comes from mexico at this point that i i mean more power to him i guess i don't know that shit that would be hysterical to watch the fallout from that well and like like she was saying like there would be like right now there is a an exodus of like what we would call the never trumpers like there's only 12 never trumpers that really get on air anywhere because they like corner that market steve schmidt there's a couple other ones you know that said at the outset at the outset like Donald Trump will be a bad candidate be a bad president like he's a bad person fuck him fuck all this shit like if you're voting for him you're an idiot and but, most of them are like he's a bad person but you know we're gonna own him yeah well and that's the thing like there is a quiet majority that like in these op-eds and things like that are talking about how horrible he is for the party and the country and all those things so like but they're not gonna go out and say like you know fuck this guy you know fuck him because they got like Shay said they got businesses that they've got to run businesses and um business uh, yeah i've had like eight beers at this point so just you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna just roll my businesses um but yeah like like she said like there's a quiet majority that's like there's like holy shit what is this guy doing like i can't come out and like tell everybody he's fucking up my world right now because i need this republican base to you know buy my my shit and go to my establishments after this you know there's so much like soft peddling right now but they're quietly already trying to dis- distance themselves from him if if he would do something like this and just like just tank the economy yeah i mean there are estimates that this shutdown will cost a billion dollars to the u.s economy like off just off the just off the top if he shut down the southern border like he says he's gonna do that would just just like you know exponentially fuck it up so I think Shay's right. I think he's just bluster, but because I don't think he knows what the shit would do. Like I know Donald Trump shut down the government, not knowing that it's going to average five hundred million dollars a day or whatever it is. No, and I mean, and I, and I, and I the the people that that the 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 people he's work he's speaking towards now that like thirty thirty five percent of people right. who are going to vote for him no matter what he does. Um, that that they love it they fucking love it and that base isn't getting any bigger and in, and there are some arguments that it's shrinking so I, I i bet you'll see more and more of this kind of shit because yeah. those people that he needs to keep fired up love that shit and they're not you know that's fucking those, those you know. are the people who they talk they they'll post memes on facebook saying they don't want to pay like x amount of dollars for some illegal to whatever have health care or whatever right. but man they'll pay the same amount of money just to like blow it for no absolute reason at all they're donating to a wall like holy shit 
Like, where the hell that GoFundMe is going to go is just... Oh, that is the best. Did you see the counter GoFundMe that was ladders to get over the <laughs> yeah, wall? <laughs> that's fantastic. Like, that's amazing. So then the real question is, is like, <laughs> you know the people at GoFundMe are like, oh, God damn it, what are we going to do with this? Because they have, like, legal obligations. Right, I, right. I, I know a lot of those joke GoFundMes end up getting just everybody just gets their shit refunded. Exactly, yeah. But that's, but like, that's a potentially a lot of ladders. I'm just yes. going to say. It's a lot. Well, and let's also like just not gloss over the fact that these mongoloids that have donated to this GoFundMe don't realize that if they just hand this money to the government, there is no legal recourse to make the government use it on the wall. Like Donald these Trump are people just, who don't be like, like thanks. To pay taxes. Yeah, like exactly. Like like these are like oh god damn it! Like you just hand, you hand the federal government. Let's just say they get it up to twenty five million dollars. You hand the government. First of all, everybody's posting. When they hit ten million dollars, they're like, "We're already, we're halfway to our goal." Or what? No, what it was five million. They hit five million dollars. Five million dollars. They're, they're probably they said, giving more than what they got back from the their tax cut. Oh, I'm sure they are. They, they, they. When it hit five million dollars, like people all over Twitter was like, "We're halfway there, everybody." And like everybody who has a math degree or can do any kind of math was like, "Actually, five million dollars is only point oh oh one percent of a, a billion dollars." You know, you're off by several right. orders of magnitude there. But if you handed $25 million to the federal government, there's nothing to say that they have to spend it on a wall. Like, Donald Trump is literally going to, like, buy underwear and, and you know... <laughs> More gold toilets for the White House, bro. Right. No, he's, he's going to, like, refit one of the... I, I know Air Force One Honestly, costs, like, a billion Honestly, the federal government is going to spend $25 million trying to figure out how to deposit and oh, spend yeah. $25 million. Oh, of course. <laughs> We're gonna churn through that in an hour, but what the fuck ever. All right, before we before we let this go and we talk about the woo fuckery of this week, um, I would like to to talk about and Shay brought this up. We've talked about this in our little face spaces in my book messages, but <clears throat> one of the fun things that have come out this week is that in light of this border wall uh, funding issue, government shutdown to protect us all from the southern brown people. Uh, Donald, uh, the FBI is investigating the Trump National Golf Club for uh, procuring fake green cards for its workers. I would say, I would say that's ironic, but irony is dead. Yeah, and like you know, we have been talking about this earlier, and, and you know, and I, I under, I get it. It was Donald Trump probably had nothing to do with whoever made, you know, it wasn't like he rolled in there and like handed out illegal green, you know, fake green cards. It was right. one of the fucking thousands of people that works for him, but it, it's just another classic example of like generally anything he bitches about, he is probably involved in some way in doing himself. Like in like, uh, you know, he talks about corruption and wanting to drain the swamp and then makes the most corrupt administration this country has but, ever seen. But, my, Michael Cohen said that there's not a single decision that's made in the Trump organization without Donald Trump himself knowing about it. Right. I would believe that. You know, I, I, I would say it would probably went down one of two ways. Donald Trump went, I need people to do these jobs, get it done. I don't care how you get it done. And then he was, uh, he didn't really, and the guy's like, well, I'm going to have to do this. And he goes, yeah, whatever. Are you um, saying Donald yeah, get Trump it done. doesn't care about the details? I would be shocked if he did, yes. I'm, <laughs> Whatever the processes are that attach that thing, he calls a wig to his head. I'm sure there's a lot of details there, and he uses up all of his memory in the morning oh, yeah. attaching that. Yeah, it's hairspray. It's it's sculpting. Yeah. 
it's there's there's a welder involved. It's a whole big thing. Um, I uh, I imagine it looks like the thing where Vader has his helmet put on. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah to, to, it has to go in that big like the big sphere. The big eggshell sphere thing. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 Uh, except it's like it's like a giant like Big Mac container. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's just classic. Like, <laughs> a fucking course. That's what he does. Of course, he someone whose entire family has spent decades running scams to make money is hiring illegal immigrants. Like I don't think I've, nobody is surprised by that. It's just fucking hysterical to to see it buried in you know in the midst of this whole discussion of immigration. Which, by the way, I always feel this needs to be thrown out there. And this is immigration. Illegal immigration is at its lowest in forty years. I think it's at an all time low. It, it, yeah, yeah, like that's people don't seem to realize that. So, um, with you know, all all of this is over a problem that's slowly, you know, diminishing. But yeah, no, I of, of course, of course, Donald Trump has illegal immigrants working for him. Like, I, and anyone who is surprised by that is a fucking idiot. One of them was fucking interviewed by the Washington Post, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, she's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's like, I'm illegal. I, I can't remember the context of it. I guess she was, she was just, um, basically seeing all the stuff and in the media about what he was saying on immigrants right. and immigration. She's like, well, this is fucking bullshit. Cause I work for you and I'm an illegal yeah. and I got yeah. my fake green card from my boss. So <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to mean anything in the long run, but it's a funny blip but, on the radar to talk about. But this goes further to something that Shay, you've said several times is that when you decide you're going to run for president and then maybe, you know, even in the long shot, win the presidency your entire life, no matter what it is, it's going to be under the microscope. So you can't have, I mean, um, uh, Mitt Romney said, and as tone deaf as it was, like he was caught having like, I want to say there were, there were illegal immigrants working like uh, as landscapers for, for Mitt Romney on his property. And he was like, and his comment was, listen guys, I can't have illegals on my property. I'm running for president. Yeah. Not that it's illegal or, you know, maybe there's a better way to get you into the country and get you a, a good working job. No, this it makes me look, look bad. bad. Yeah, yeah, it makes me look bad. So, like, he, he you know, classically tone definitely said that again. You know, this is the guy that said, I like uh, I like Michigan because all the trees are the right height or whatever the fuck he said. But, um, but he, uh, um, so, like, yeah, I, it, there's no big fucking shock that this happened. But <laughs> it's just like Shay said, like, when you run for president, expect everybody to look into your shit and then don't be so like just you know god stopped it's like everybody's like holy hell like you're gonna look into my finances because i'm the president you bastards yeah well of course yeah yeah i mean you know there there are there are jobs where they look into your finances if you just want to work for a private company because they like banks won't hire you if you have lots of debt sometimes because that means you'd be more prone to do shady <laughs> shit to cover your debt, you know, right. um, in mean, certain you positions, pretty, you pretty much uh, have to get a background, like a background check where they do your credit just about yeah. for most any job yeah. these days. Hell, you can't in Colorado. You're not legally allowed. I, I, I don't know the detail, but even in the marijuana industry, unless it's been changed, the last I looked into it, if you have a certain dollar number of debt or higher, you're just you just can't work for them yeah. because 
because of the potential to say like, hey, man, I could probably sell some of this on the side and pay off my debts. Um, there's all kinds of criminal background stuff that will bar you from normal everyday fucking slave wage jobs. So I can't imagine why anyone wouldn't expect the president to have every single bit of his life gone over with a microscope once he's elected. Like, if anything, people are just going to dig into it because you can make money off of a scandal from the president. So you're going to have every freelance journalist out there trying to find out anything they can. And I mean, frankly, they should because it apparently all the juicy stuff they're finding is yeah. kind of illegal right now. So that's yeah. kind of neat to know. Yeah. Uh, well, if they drain the swamp and they have the bottom, they found a whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah. And it had to do with Donald Trump paying off some uh, some ladies of ill report. So fucking funny. All right. Let's wrap this up with uh, our This Week in Woo Fuckery. Has anybody got anything? I got one I think is really funny. Go for it. John? Yeah, you got something in the holster you ready? Um, I, I got some. I, I don't know how it even falls at this point because I don't know the details, but did you see that the fact that there's a nude selfie that's been obtained in the Mueller investigation? I had read that. I had read that, and I was almost surprised that that's all they came up with because if you can consider who Mueller is investigating at this point, I can't believe that he has not come over a stash of fucking, you know, well, somehow weird, all these people weird porn, and he's all, like, "God damn it, we've got sixty gigs of porn on this guy's computer. We got to look through." I, well, I can't believe it's keep just in a mind, selfie. Info That's what I'm saying. Like, un, like uncovered all this like child porn in a, like a pizza shop in DC, supposedly, and you know all this and that. So in a basement that didn't exist, right? But yeah, but th- this actually seems like it's been obtained in you know legal. Um, I don't know. Well, and the only sort. reason I think it really matters is because we have this uh, Maria Bettina who who apparently like came to the United States to um, kind of bang her way into the Republican um, good graces to set up a back channel between her and Russia or between the GOP and Russia, which nobody nobody was surprised they tried to do, but everybody was kind of surprised how well it worked out. So I'm almost positive that naked selfie is of her. But that's just my guess. I, I don't um, know. I part of me wants to think it's it's linked to the P tape. That would be fantastic. But <laughs> God doesn't love me that much. Um, my my this week in woo fuckery is that apparently this week on Sesame Street Grover dropped the f bomb, and this is apparently an internet debate of whether or not yeah. he said that or fuck. And listen, guys, it's 2018. Donald Trump is the sitting president of the United States. Grover dropped the f bomb. That's yeah, my absolutely. I I don't think he did. However, if you listen to it just right and expect to hear the f word, you can get it. Oh, congratulations, John! This is the last time you'll ever be on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Grover I, dropped the f bomb, ladies and gentlemen. Fucking oh, deal. Course. Yeah, yeah. Um, it. it that's I, I I firmly believe I had read about that and I firmly was like that that's one of those things that you um uh you uh you uh have hear to what you, you, write, hear. you write it so well, you write it a certain way so that anybody can hear what they want and then you just sit back and let people have fun with it. Um, well, also, like you have to remember, like, I, I, when I first heard about it, I thought, well, that's not that's dumb. Like it's a recorded thing, like it's a pre-recorded thing. But then I yeah. re- remembered that there's a person down there saying the lines. Like it's yeah. Not, 
I was like, so if you let me be Grover for the day, I guarantee you I'm going to drop a word that they don't want to hear. Man, have you ever given thought to like, and there's a few of these things hanging around, like you can find if you dig them into YouTube, deep enough into YouTube about Jim Henson, like especially the classic Muppet productions. But there has got to be some hilarious shit where these dudes in like the 70s and 80s were off supposed to be off camera and they're just free balling it with the dialogue and the Muppets are talking dirty and, and it's got to be really good. Um, and they're just I, tired and balls. Yeah, I just I, I really I always love to think about how much fun it would have been to be on the production set of that what, stuff. What was the puppet movie that like came out recently that was basically like the R rated? Yeah, puppets? I can't remember. It had well, um, I saw the trailer and I was like, I totally have to see that. And I obviously didn't. Well, yeah, it's like the, the story time murders or something like I, that. I think, like, yeah, think the, one of the Hensons actually was involved. Like he'd sold the franchise or what have you. And there's somebody that was actually involved previously with the, uh, the Muppets who, I don't know, helped with that. Yeah, I mean, it was a Jim. It was technically it was. Yeah. And then they got the Jim Henson's company sued. And then they lost the lawsuit, so they were still allowed to say it was like Jim Henson's whatever. Um, but I don't know if the actual Jim Henson production company had anything to do with it. It was just, oh, I doubt it. It, yeah, I it's kind of it. it's it's one of those things where you'll see like James Cameron presents or produced or whatever. James Cameron had nothing to do with the movie, but people like James Cameron and uh, who who the, the guy that did Lord of the Rings, Peter Jackson, will will throw their name on shit. Like World Engines is a great example. Doesn't mean anything, but um, Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. But Get it right, because they're going to lose their asses. But I remember there was a lot of splooge involved. Uh, I, haven't seen splooge? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Muppet splooge? Yeah, well, that Muppet. brings us back to uh, um, uh, oh, Team America World Police, which is just fucked up. Oh, that's such a great yeah, one. Really? Yeah, it's... it's uh, I haven't I haven't seen that in years, but uh, I was watching Don't clips from it the other day. The motherfucking day, and, uh, uh, I just want to tell you guys that uh, when the uh, they let the Panthers out and it was two black kittens, <laughs> I basically had to blow in Rachel's mouth to get her to breathe again. Yeah, was... <laughs> did, she, did she almost lose it? Oh, she lost. It. Yeah, I, I, right. that, I really wish they'd do another one of those, but Trey Parker and Matt Stone swore they were. It was like it's the most <laughs> difficult thing we've ever done. We'll never make another movie oh, like yeah, that again. Yeah, and marionettes. It's stupid. They've already they've already said that the, their their simplistic uh, South Park cartoon is like building a bulldozer i'm sorry building a sandcastle with a bulldozer because the software they use is what what they use in you know all of the modern co- uh, yeah. cartoons and the simpsons and they're like we are making the simplest fucking thing with the most complicated fucking software in the world it's it's insane but all right so that's i think that's where we need to put a pin in gentlemen oh man John, thanks thanks for sitting in thanks for sitting in uh anytime um, next time you see gallon tell him he is a punk uh, I should and, see him tomorrow. So all right, well, tell him he's a punk. Will do. Um, Shay, as always, thanks for coming on. If uh, for if you would like to get a hold of us, we should be on everywhere you have your podcast. I actually Google it, and I'm pleasantly surprised where we pop up. It's pretty funny. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or would like to talk about how handsome Shay and I are in general, you can hit us up uh, on Twitter at uh, at Woodscast the facebook it's uh at woodscast 1776 and uh, sh- uh shoot us an email um the woodscast 1776 at gmail.com we will forever tell you to fuck alex jones and all of his dick well will we're gonna use 1776 
when he has been uh, sued out of, uh, just sued into oblivion. So, fuck a bunch of him. Um, John, thanks again. Shay? Yeah. Say goodnight to the, the nice people. Toodles. Good night, y'all. Rubber band, rubber band man, just a moving, just a moving, just a moving, 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 just a rubber band.